0: Careers Week. <laughs> Woo. That's Tessa Coates. I'm Stevie Martin. And we would like to thank iZettle for bringing you this excellent series where you learn how to be your own boss. Today is how to be your own boss, colon, how to take the leap bloody hell too much but not too much because we have an amazing guest who's going to help us he is called Ed Barry he founded Over Under Coffee which now has just opened up in Manchester as well as two branches in London is that right?
1: correct yes,
0: yes. Um, so Ed t- tell us a little Ed, bit about welcome Over to the, Over the podcast. Under. thank well,
1: you very much for having yes. me guys very excited to be here
0: yes, have you been I'm- on our podcast before?
1: Uh, yeah, no, oh, the whole out. time, the whole time. It's so constant uh, podcasting. podcasting. Now, this is my first one. Is it really? Uh, yeah, oh, I'm very excited. excited to have you. It's
0: very chilled out, so don't, don't, Perfect. don't panic. Um, nobody panic. Um, <laughs> so, um, Ed, tell us a little bit about Over Under.
1: Over Under. So we started two years ago.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and we do coffee shops and bars. It's called Over Under because it's over by day, under by night.
0: Oh, yeah, because it's like a bar bar in like the night, a bar bar in the
1: evening. So we've designed the whole... We did try to design all our spaces to completely transform. So you have coffee shop, brunch in the day, and then come like 4.30, we literally transform everything. It gets filthy. It gets dirty. <laughs> it gets down and dirty. It gets down and dirty. It becomes a strip um, joint. It's a strip it's joint. A strip joint. <laughs> joint. There are strippers. There um, are not. There are not. There are not strippers. If that's your <laughs> thing, maybe come. Um, <laughs> but we do, and so we've like designed the whole thing, so everything transforms and it's all like everything's wired around this transformation so the walls are on hinges the tables flip the coffee machine gets hidden the bar gets revealed and we do this in like a tiny tiny space um and that's kind of we've always kind of tried to do this and we spent two years kind of trying this things that work things that don't work
0: did the Um, first time you tried to like and here we go was it just rubbish it was just
1: like (laughs) we just tried to like serve drinks in a coffee shop and it didn't really work for us. Got it. Um, but we've yeah we, so we've got two. We We've got one in Earl's Court, one in West Brompton, and then we just opened in Manchester last week. Um,
0: in Dean's Gate, is, is that on yeah. Dean's
1: Gate? Yeah, on the so corner So if, you, of if you're
0: in Manchester, if if you, you know where Dean's
1: you know is. You know where Dean's Gate is.
2: I had a Barbie table as a kid that flipped over from being a roast dinner to a dessert. I had that. What? Yeah. I yeah. had that.
0: Oh my god! Right? I forgot I had that. That's and, epic.
2: Yeah. And so when you said the table flipped, my my heart was like. The, t- the tables flip, you
0: know? <laughs> That's
2: fascinating. Um, and the walls move, and so everything is this big sort of uh, engineering experience
0: Basically, come yeah. half past four. You kind of can change. you watch it in the cafe?
1: You can't watch it. Oh, yeah, everyone has to leave. You, kind of, you have to leave, and then you have to come back. Excellent. But the idea is that you come in the evening, and then when you're having your cocktail, you'd be like, look, come back the next morning. And they come back, and they're like,
0: shit. That's so cool. That's fantastic. Also, so great, because we, we were saying the other day about how, like, you can have... An idea that other people have had before, but you need mm. to put your own spin on it, and exactly. that's the perfect spin. Like, it's a, yeah, it physically changes. I mean, it physically,
1: yeah. And I think that was for us. It was just making sure that it wasn't gimmicky. It wasn't. We still yeah. do like it's just. It's still very simple. It's very laid back. Like, like what we do in the day. Yeah. Um, but it's at the night. You know, people have <gasps> the same demand for avocado as they do for martinis.
0: I mean, of course they do. <laughs> Similar. And you do Similarly. Really nice, really nice cocktails as well. I was looking on the the website, the cocktails look fit. Very, fair Um So you've uh, we, we're, t- we're talking about how to take the leap, which is you know that moment where, where you're like, cool, this is like a fun idea. Oh, I'm my own boss now. I've got a company, and you've brought some uh, advice. Um, but yeah, people listening who are just like, oh, yo, that sounds great. I want to do a cafe bar that becomes a bar bar at night. When did you realise like, oh, I think actually I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna do this?
1: I'll give you a bit of background. I left university and then moved to New York for three years. And was a manny, like a, a Mary Poppins of the male variety. Sure, looked after these two kids, had a load of free time, and like fell in love with the whole coffee culture, kind of hospitality um, out there. And I was just like, look, I think I could do our own twist of kind of what New York um, is doing in mm. London, um, and just wanted to make it very, very unpretentious. It's like my mum doesn't know the difference between like a flat white and a cappuccino. Okay, great. <laughs> and like I don't want to go I don't want her coming into a coffee bar and being like you know made to feel like an idiot by a barista and I was yeah. just like I just want to remove all pretentiousness from coffee be super laid back in an incredibly welcoming environment
0: Lovely.
1: Um, and I know that sounds like kind of quite basic but you go into so many different restaurants and bars and places and like nobody acknowledges you when you walk in or there's no hello there's no like positivity Mm. Uh, and like I think for us it was just about creating a place that people really want to come back to like our coffee's great our food's great but like if people you know if you're served a croissant by a dickhead they're not going to come back (laughs) I think uh, the American
2: service culture is something that we cannot get our heads around and when we're out there you know, you just want to cry every time you go to a restaurant because everyone's like, hey, how are you? How are you going? And you're like, oh, yeah, thank you, I am. And they're like, I'm going to get you this, you're going to love it. You're like, I did love it. Do, do I live with you now? Like, it's, and we, you know, when you get to, uh, you come back to this country and we're so surly and we're so uh, uninterested, and it's two like polar opposites.
0: Often on purpose as well. There's mm. often like a kind of like, yeah, I'm taking my time when they're serving you. Yeah. And, you're like, no. and you get so angry by the time you've got your coffee that you really need a coffee more. Yeah. <laughs> and they're astute
2: of like, here are the coffees. The coffee is free refills at the table. Like, here's your tap water. Just to like mm. it's like, hey guys, can I get some water to get you started? And you're just like, <laughs> no. yeah, thank you. Rather than it being like, could we get a, um, a tap water? Oh, I'm sorry. So could sorry I could I get it? Sorry. Oh no. Okay. No. Forty five minutes later. No, that's fine. That, that's absolutely <laughs> fine. Um so I'm thrilled that you've brought that. that's your uh your niche is not only the tables flip but also everybody's
1: nice. nice. Yeah. Th- yeah. And I think I that's more yeah. Yeah. I think that's the I think the thing. You go into so many and we do this thing every six months as a company where we go, I take everyone out and you go and go look at loads of other cafes and restaurants in London and you go Perfect. and be like, right, these are the checklist, how do they greet you? What are they like? Is there any banter? Do they how long does it take to get a coffee? Do they smile? Can you talk to them? And like yeah. you go through this whole, and then people who work with us, they'd be like, "Shit, that's what it's like going into a cafe where nobody acknowledges you. It's like miserable." Yeah. yeah. So like it kind of flips it, without you to, like you kind of just force them to go and look at ten different shops. Yeah. And you take them around London, and it, and that was a huge. The first time we did that was an awesome experience because they go and rate other people at like their own, yes, their own jobs, yeah. and that was really cool. Um, but it was just like, you go and sometimes you go in and it's just like oh my god and it's from the music to the person at the till to the like,
2: are we talking about Joe and the Juice <laughs>
1: <laughs> what the rave music yeah. love the Joe rave and, music. Music.
2: and the surly models yeah, who they, would like oh, you to they leave they are
1: gorgeous
0: aren't they they <laughs> are gorgeous but gorgeous. they won't speak to you but the, um, yeah well that's so do you think because um, you obviously went to New York and you saw what was happening and you brought that over here do you think research is very important before you decide to do something obviously it is but like how important was that
1: Yeah, for us, I think it was just... I think I always was like, I want to start a cafe.
0: Mm. Um,
1: And it was like, not a pipe dream, but I'd kind of left university, kind of didn't really know what I wanted to do, fucked around in New York for a bit. Um, And then I was like, right, it's probably time to get my shit together. Um, And then I did loads of research. So I I was like, right, this is what I want to do. I want to set up a cafe. Didn't know what type of cafe, didn't know where it was going to be. Um... And then I ended up coming back to London in kind of July of 2016 and then worked at, like, ten different cafes. So I'd do, like, a Monday at this Australian place. I'd do a Tuesday at another place. I'd do oh, a Wednesday at, at another place. We'd have a weekend market in East London, which we'd do. And then I just tried loads of it. And not. And then I worked at some bars. I worked at some restaurants. And then you, like, you had to be, like, this sponge of, like, knowledge mm. you said like people would come in you know you'd learn something on a Monday at this place and then on Tuesday you'd learn something at this place and then it was just a huge learning curve and yeah. it was like I couldn't make coffee I worked in loads of pubs and like restaurants growing up but like I would never made a coffee in my life no. um, and I was like I think that's if you're gonna,
0: you can I should probably learn yes. how to do it I should
1: probably learn how to do it and then you kind of but you learn so you kind of learn what works and what doesn't work you learn like the pinch points of each you know how a customer comes in do they come in and you know how long are they waiting do they you can see when people get annoyed you can see when people like a product or don't mm. like a product or the way people manage people or the way that people treat people mm. um, and for me that that was the biggest one is that there were so many businesses that just didn't look after their staff or didn't have this kind of progressive learning culture yeah um, and that's what we're trying to implement okay um And for us, yeah, I just went spent six months, five, six months, learning, kind of learning the trade, learning how to make a coffee, learning how to make an avocado toast. And what you like and
0: don't like about other things. And what you like like, and don't like about businesses.
1: And you like, you take loads from that. Yeah. And that was the biggest, I think that was the most amount I learned, learned. you know, working six months in loads of different places. Mm. Um,
0: and if I was if I was going to be like oh, I I want to start a business, what is the one thing that you'd be like? Right, you won't. People won't tell you this, but my God, you need to know this.
1: Um, it's I think it's a shitload of work. It's like <laughs> shit. I mean, I know like everyone says it's a shitload of work, but like it genuinely is. Yeah. a shitload of work. And it, it's also the fact I find it very hard to detach from it. There's all because we are open seven days a week. It's not like right Friday weekend. We're open seven days a week, so there's always, it's always there's always something going.
0: Yeah, and people are, like asking things of you as well because you have a team under you and you have people. Yeah, issues, and it's issues and whatever.
1: And it's definitely got better as we've grown because you can kind of handle responsibility and I've become less of a micromanager and like, <laughs> um, and you can learn to let go a bit. That was the biggest thing, I think, yeah. for us is that just letting go of the little baby you've created and growing, growing into more more places where you can have less control.
2: Delegation is such a huge issue because you need to trust that person so much that they are going to do it exactly as you wanted. Yeah. And it's so hard to let, get out of that mindset of like, it, it's easier if I do it. Like, get out. Like, yeah, don't don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. don't mess with my stuff. Like, I, I'd <laughs> rather you left. You're not helping. Yeah. And to be able to give that to somebody else and be like, you're in charge now of yeah. my of my baby. Yeah.
0: Mm. And did you have, when you were deciding to do it, obviously money is something that a lot of people... Are like, well, that's stopping them because they're like, well, I have a salary or I don't know, I'm living at home. Yeah, why? I don't like if if you tell me now to set up a business, I'd be like, well, I've got money <laughs> in the bank, but not enough. Like, I wouldn't know what to do. How yeah. did you kind of navigate that? So,
1: the money side of things, are, so I worked so worked from New York, so I had a bit of savings left over. I had like,
0: so save, save I, from your job, save from
1: your job. So, <laughs> I, no, I had like, but I only had, like, I had 10,000 pounds saved from two years of work. That's still quite a lot, which is amount. like. Quite a lot. And then, so you had that, which kind of gives you a buffer. But living in London, you're just like, you had to just put it away. Because otherwise, yeah. I was like, I've got this. I know I've got it. If you want to go on a night out, and you're like, you can't, it's
2: gone. That.
1: It's, gone. <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. That's Talk it. got very expensive <laughs> taste. <laughs> got very expensive. Gucci, Gucci, Gucci. Um, but no, and then we, I like looked up, there are like startup loans on the internet. So i honestly like go onto Google and type in like startup loans or grants or startup grants. And You kind of go through this process you kind of meet a startup loan agent and they kind of walk you through the process of what you have to do um and we ended up you know it was like a four-month process god and that was that was because i didn't like they were like can you put a cash flow statement together i was like what the fuck is a cash flow (laughs) (laughs) um
0: did you have someone helping you so could you go to someone like hello
1: yeah i'd like you always and you have to be you have to not be afraid to ask for help because like right I also think people, people, loads of people have helped me along the way and from different things to like how to like register a company to how to do a cash flow or like to how to understand a PL and like Jesus. Um, I've got hot
0: <laughs> annoyed, like, <what's laughs> this way. What's a PL?
1: Profit and loss.
0: Oh so, God. Yeah. I wouldn't so even have, I the, would never the, have guessed the, the, that's what
1: the penis
2: was. Yeah. Oh, thank not God. Lost. It's yeah. still attached. Penis not I lost. I would never have thought that's what those were.
1: No. no. PL, <sighs> penis not lost. Yeah.
2: That's very, yeah. And how much won. money did they give you?
1: So they, we unfortunately didn't give it to me. They loaned sorry, me. Sorry, how much did they uh, loan They loaned yeah, me £25,000. Okay. Um, Unsecured. What does that I mean? Unsecured means... Your penis did, is unsecured. Your penis is unsecured. So actually, coming off.
0: it's gone. Right, It is got completely it. gone. Sorry, do actually have a so, question. I'm sorry. <laughs> they, they,
1: so you have, when you borrow money, you have, you have to either put security up, which is like, uh, so if you can't pay back the loan, they just take the... Security. Security, so like right. a house, or your like kid, a or, something. or a kid, yeah. um, or your penis. Oh, um, Jesus, right? It's harsh. So they just because like, obviously we're young and we don't have. I don't have a house. I don't have mm. like I don't have any money really. <laughs> sure. Um, and they were like, so it's unsecured. So it's like a risk that this company takes, and it's backed by the government. So that's why they're able to do it. So it's oh, a, like, right. so it's risky on their part. It's yeah, but the government kind of back it, so okay. it's not so risky. So it's a way for the government to encourage, like, enterprise and people to start their own businesses. So they
2: so want say, you to do it. People so they want, want you to do God it. God forbid, if it, went on, if it didn't work, the government would owe back the loan, not I think you? the
1: government would, cover, would help to cover okay. the loan. Okay, got it. Think, right, yeah. okay. That's
2: so you, would, wonderful. you wouldn't be so in the shit. I would don't
1: think you'd be so in the shit, but we've done... I've borrowed it for two and a half years. So I've paid half of it back already. Absolutely amazing! So, which is very cool.
2: That next question was going to be that presumably your when you do make money, it's going back into the business rather than immediately trying to pay this yeah. loan off. Yeah. It's a sort of long. It's this like five-year plan. A, yeah, exactly. Rather than being like, oh, there's a bit of cash. Let's give it back. No,
1: exactly. And it's just you know you pay something like yeah.
2: Is it got an interest rate on it? It was five percent. Okay. Which
1: is. I think pretty good for an unsecured loan. For sure. Um, oh yeah,
0: I mean. Oh yeah, you know, you know very, 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 helpful. very, very good.
1: Um, but I think that was there, and I just basically I'd heard there are loads of government schemes that help. You know, they want young businesses, or they want to try and encourage young businesses to start up, mm-hmm. and so there are lots of uh, like different schemes yeah. that are really good, f- like that the government. Help, help you with.
0: So you can just Google around, and depending on what your business is, yeah. you'll be able to find something that will fit or help. Or yeah, I mean there are lo-
1: Like there are. Lo- there's this other scheme we use. So we had to. So we at this point we had like thirty five thousand, and we needed something like seventy thousand to start. Mm-hmm. Seventy five thousand to start our first shop. Right. And there's this other scheme. It's called the Seed Enterprise Investment Scheme.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And what happens is that if you want to raise money so you give away a bit of your company Mm -hmm. so we gave away 15% of our company Mm -hmm. to um, some individuals and so let's say these individuals will pay you 50,000 pounds and you give away 15% of your company so basically the government will reduce the person who invests in your company's tax bill if they invest in a startup. Mm. So it encourages people to invest in startups.
0: Great. Which wow. Means, which means it's
1: more advantage advantageous for somebody to be like, yeah, I'll give you 20,000 pounds for however many percent of your company.
2: And what's this right. company called? Seed? It's called, it's a government oh, the scheme initiative, and it's
1: the Enterprise Investment Scheme.
0: Enterprise, so if you're listening, en- do that. Yeah, do,
1: I would do that. Wow, um, okay. So that's really good. Um, and then, yeah, and then we had the money.
2: And then you had your seventy-five thousand. So you had
1: the money. And the th-
2: time between na- writing this on a napkin that you wanted to do it yeah. and opening the door, what? How long were we talking? It was probably a year. A year. Okay. Yeah. Not long. Good to know. No, it feels was, like you plowed. You plowed ahead. I plowed ahead.
1: Yeah. I told yeah. everyone you were doing it. I was like, mm. I'm doing a cafe. That was really like, a really good tip. Shit, I can You know when you go see the person in three months' time, they're like, so how's the? Thing going, you're like, oh, it's actually, forgot. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've actually <laughs> decided to do something else.
0: Got a lot on actually, so I didn't do Got it. Loads yeah, crucial. Tell people. Be held you're, accountable yes. to your dreams.
1: That was the thing. I think for us, it was just like I'm quite proud. So I was like, yeah. I couldn't in two months' time if I saw the same person again, I couldn't be like, I was just like, yeah. it's it's coming along.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm
1: there. Done
0: there. <laughs> I've um, done it. Um, and it, it makes you feel legit as well. Like you're like, yeah, I am actually, I'm my own boss now. Yeah. I am. Because there's this thing where people, when they want to be something, they'll like, because I used to be a journalist and um, as fr- like a freelance journalist, and people would put on their bio like wanna be freelance journalist, and it's like don't <laughs> put that, just put freelance journalist because no one knows the difference. So the moment you say like I'm I'm doing this, yeah. then it actually is like a self fulfilling prophecy. Obviously. Yeah, exactly. And it's yeah, and it means that you are actually yeah. And actually when you say
2: um, we in these stories, um, <laughs> who's yeah. who's the we? The we is I think. Who's we, your team? We had
1: so I started it, but I couldn't there were like four of us
0: Okay. that kind of How did you find friends, these, these people? Well, yeah.
1: one was uh, The children
0: you were nannying. The <laughs>
1: children I was nannying. They came and handed out flyers. <laughs> they, um, the the they invested we hard in the business. Um, and then the
0: mayor of New York because of course of you York, lived in New York. He, so. was,
1: he was a dream. Great. Um, I had, I want to start this thing up and I didn't know anything about food so I was like, right, I got my sister's best mate, Connie, she came in and was like, I'll help you for two months. And I was like, got her on board and then when all the different places I worked I like met two or three really fun people and I was like you guys are gonna come and, you guys are to come on board and live the dream <laughs> so I got them on board and then so kind of there were like four of us who kind of started it
0: okay um, and did they all bring different skills like as in y-
1: yeah everyone so like Connie did the food then was Monwa who did the coffee then there was Jamie who did um, Jamie did all the kind of like front of house stuff and then I was kind of just picking up all the pieces and kind of
0: Doing all of the Kinda heavy of lifting, helping. admin. yeah, heavy
1: lifting, doing the admin, <laughs> right, um, and that was just like, you know, it was awesome, and we yeah. ha- we had like loads of different people come and help, like you know, throughout the whole our first, it was just like a, like it flooded our shop flooded on the first day, and you were just what like, did
2: I say? We just talked about how this phenomenon about you start a business and right. the universe will throw shit at you immediately, yeah. and it's so y- you just got to like know it's coming, like yeah. it will flood, like there will be a huge crisis. It was,
1: a, yeah, it was just. It, it was a, a complete shithole. No, like, they, the trains were flooded. Like, they just- oh my it was No, just, imagine if it
2: had been just you. <laughs> I know, yeah.
1: And so it was just, everyone was like, fine, it's fine. You had to close it. you just had to close the door. It was like, fine. Oh and you kind of think it's the worst thing in the world. And. Then you get up the next day and like people are still coming back, which is great. So
0: people like actually liked people it. People
1: actually liked it, liked what we were doing. <laughs> Being um, damp and having a coffee. Also, that was the first day, so I was like, builders, what the hell have you done? Of like, course,
0: right? Yeah. And they came in,
1: and were like, I'm so sorry, and they sorted oh, it out immediately. Good. So that was all right. But you do, yeah, you do have to have like a shit will break the whole time.
0: Yeah. Like
1: shit breaks the whole time, and like at the start, I was just like, fuck, I don't want to spend money on a dishwasher again. <sighs> because, like, the London water's so bad that the limescale's terrible and, like... Oh, no. You know, it's just shit that you mm-hmm. just don't... Like even fathom before. Like yeah. I'd loaded a dishwasher my whole life. I didn't know was, you know, you had lime scale remover and yeah. like all this stuff, and you had to clean it. And when industrial. you see it in your mind, you
2: just imagine like what colour your apron would be, and uh, what, what all the good jokes you'd be making with your customers. <laughs> exactly. You never thought about all the the, all the, com-
0: the composition of the water, or like who was yeah. going to pick
2: up the waste. Like, do you have to be on a contract with the council? Like, do yeah, all what's our stuff. loading hours, like all of this. <laughs> exactly.
1: Bullshit. And all the stuff, the really menial, boring stuff, mm-hmm. mm. unfortunately, is the s- stuff that makes the business work. Getting all, you know, getting all the right rubbish. You know, nobody wants to be in like a dirty cafe. It's like getting rubbish, getting your cleaners, getting your business rates. Getting, you know, I forgot to pay business rates for six months, and I was just <sighs> like, and what? I had this real like, phobia of opening mail for six months of
0: course because everything and, would be terrifying everything was
1: terrifying and then I was just like <laughs> I had this like revelation I was like I'm just gonna if I see a post with my name on it I'm just gonna open it I'm just gonna open that's it so that's so strong of you and I know I know that sounds so basic but it was a real big step it does it does what are business rates so business rates so every high street shop has to pay it's just like a tax right and on top of On so we pay a rent to our landlord and uh-huh. we pay a tax to the government which is about 50% of your rent. So it's huge.
0: God. It's huge. Good Lord. God. And they
1: would, business rates went up two years ago. It's really, really hard on retail. Do and you? High st- on the high streets. Re- and that's why, like,
2: everything's gone online. Yeah. Wow. I think it's
1: one of the, yeah, it's like a huge, like, it's a so huge
2: great, cost. It's yeah. A huge it feels very cost. counterintuitive to their brilliant sort of init- um, tax uh, seeding investment scheme yeah. that seems there to help people. But so like when then you get it up, it. you can't yeah, afford exactly to keep like, the
0: actual shop. Yeah. yeah
2: you, you have to go. Yeah. You can't. Does sublime. it depend?
0: I'm presuming it depends on where you are based, so like, is Earls, cause Earls Court and West Brompton are quite desirable areas. Just, yeah. But then you obviously don't want to be in somewhere that's, you know, in the middle of a, a skip when no that one goes. <laughs> so I suppose, yeah, did, did that factor in when you were opening up in Manchester? Did, did you look around in terms of like, okay, an up and coming place, but not someone that's going to be too expensive? Yeah,
1: but um, I think, so when we first, we chose our location in Earls Court, because then we have, I typed in all the good coffee shops in mm. London and put them on a map mm. and then found like a big circle of where there were no really good coffee shops great and see
0: all this is good this is stuff so good smart. research
1: um, so this is yeah, this is part of the research phase um, and that's what yeah and I was like right and then you just walk I walked up and down all the streets looked online at all the different vacant units mm. um, and then you go and then when you go find a unit you have to like sit outside it for like hours at different times of the day different days of the week to to, like see
0: footfall yeah to sunny
1: days and like
0: Uh, rainy days
1: and then figure out whether you think it could work and then you work i worked at a place that i'd sit out and be like right well these guys do i know what they did how many coffees they do a day and this is how many people walk past their door a day so i was like right if this many people walk past my door a day how many people do you think we can get in how many coffees do you think we can sell from that Basically. God,
2: that's interesting. Was that something that anyone told you to do, or was that just uh, did that seem yeah. like a logical thing well, for no, you to do?
1: No, no. I was like, I was like, how the hell do you find like the right site, or how do you know mm. whether that site's going to be? They, they were like, you've, you've just got to go stand outside. Who, who was who's they? they? Uh, who's the Lord? Uh, no, I, I can't. <laughs> who did I? I asked someone, one of the guys I used to work for. I was like, how did you pick your shop? And he was just like, I just came here and stood outside, and I was like, oh,
0: okay. learning from the master. Learning
1: from the master.
0: It seems to be so much about speaking to other people and figuring out if someone's done what you want to do, being yeah. like right it's so a how, because I guess there's a million different ways to do everything. Um, there's not one way to set up a coffee shop, No, exactly. It? And you have to figure out the way that's best for you and the best for the business that you're trying to set up, I guess.
1: Yeah, I think that was that. I spoke to just so many people, and you've got to be, like, not afraid to going to talk to people and approach people who you probably wouldn't talk to. And, yeah. like, people who have done it before, Love giving advice, and that's what I, you know, and mm. you just have got to be a sponge in that sense. Like, and you don't have to take everything they say as like gospel, but they've, if you can pick one or two really key parts that you think will be really useful to your business mm. or your whatever you're trying to set up. That was the thing, you know, you know, you speak, and everyone goes to cafes. So everyone has a, an opinion oh God, about course, cafes, yeah. and so. You know, everyone's like, you got you know, you know, you must stock these biscuits. These are my favorite biscuits. You have to stock them. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. But and how? then you go, and then you go to speak to someone, and they're like, oh, I fucking hate those biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just, I think speaking to as many people as possible mm. about an idea, and then you also gauge, like, you gauge response from kind of what people think. You know, not necessarily you have to listen to all your friends. But I remember I was like, I'm gonna call this hashtag coffee. And I know I know this sounds so, so stupid. And I was just like, yeah, I'm going to call it Hashtag Coffee. It's a fucking great idea.
2: Did you want to spell the word hashtag? No, it was just going to be I, a hashtag.
1: I kind of put this whole deck together. It was called Hashtag Coffee. I showed my mates this deck. I was like, how epic is this? Hashtag Coffee. And they were like, you're an idiot. And I was like, I'm not listening. <laughs> hashtag coffee I think enough people told me that it was a stupid idea that I was like right let's not call it hashtag coffee um, yeah because it'd
0: get lost wouldn't it because you think like oh it'd be great because people could like put it on social <laughs> and you're like no because everyone drinking coffee in the entire western world is using hashtag coffee oh, so your name would get lost and it's, so, it's such a difficult balance people wouldn't, people wouldn't
2: know if it was a joke or not if it was supposed to be ironic I know I, I mean I think
0: I don't think I would go in it I, I wouldn't would dream I would. of going yeah. in
1: no I think that's the
0: Hey, look. look! Look, we live and we look. learn. Research <laughs> and development. Good.
2: I'm so we when can you say, ask people, yeah, you know. I'm so Ex- yeah. you've done. You've obviously got such the right brain for this that when people said it, you didn't just go, "Well, forget it then, never doing it." You said, or "Okay, F I'm... a few.
0: I'm going to." Yeah. Call yeah. I'm calling it, after it I that.
2: Ahead. You listened and you took all that on on board. And when you say deck, do you mean like um, a printed, a PowerPoint presentation? Like I had a
1: PowerPoint presentation with like, "Hey, this is number of coffees we're going to sell."
2: Or, I have seen so many of my friend Dex (laughs) and I and so yeah people have shown me been like this is my cool idea here's my research here's my name like you know and I've been like Either no yeah. to this bit, but or like fantastic, and none of them have gone on to do the next step. Like none of them have become, yeah, you know. And so I've seen. I'm so. Um, I was going to say the word proud, but we've never met. But like, it's nice that you have taken that step from. It's so easy to be a person who can just make the decks, you know, and be like, here's my cool ideas, here's the pictures, here's my uh, Google image search, here's yeah. the things I want to do. But to actually then take that literal leap and be like, and now it's actually a thing, yeah. is um, a huge.
0: Did you set yourself a deadline? I'm try- I'm just trying to like work out what what differentiates people from people who are like look at my decks DJs, DJs, sorry DJs, yes yeah. of course DJs and you um, and then people who are like oh yes I had one while they're in the place that they've made from the deck you know yeah. like what's the difference obviously it's a personality thing or it's a you know it, it's many different things but I don't know because I always find it saying a deadline helps me hit something or it, then it's not just like a nebulous like Ugh.
2: Was, but, yeah was, was there ever like a, a doubt or a you know a moment where you're like actually no this is a terrible idea or anything you had to did you push through it or was you always just like nope this is happening no
1: i think I, you always have there are always like periods of self-doubt 100 percent. and you're like you know when people are like there are loads of coffee shops why are you setting up another fucking coffee shop mm. And i'm like no like you just know
0: <laughs> no. there we go i think we've hit on the answer
2: which is you just being like no, no. <laughs> i'm doing this now no, i
1: was just like, i also like yeah there are loads of coffee shops but like which obviously shows people like coffee so yeah. let's give yeah. them a, like a different slash better experience and I, yeah and I was just like you know you see this whole for me it was just like I don't want to go into like you know I just don't really want to go into like a Costa or yeah. like mm-hmm. a Nero and like you know, some of them are, you know some of them are great but like you go in it's exactly the same thing there's mm. like it's like slightly dated decor it's like
2: yes and weirdly sterile and kind of, there's no Yeah, heart and that's and not
1: and that's you know, and they they've done amazing. You know, they've got like 800 shops and or 2,000 shops in the UK. Costa just got bought mm. by Coca Cola. Um, did they but really? Uh, yeah, but I I don't know. I just wanted to do something that was different, that was more personable, that was very like high energy and. Did
0: did you just keep reminding yourself of why you were doing it? I think you so. Had
1: yeah, I think so. I think there were always even like even now you have like these huge, there you have periods of self doubt and it's just like. You know, every you just do, and mm. you can't. You just gotta kind of, kind of push through, which yeah. is like not like great advice. I know it's not great advice, but like when you kind of think at the end of the month when you're having to do payroll, you know, yeah. it's always the end of the month when I get very stressed. <laughs> right, <okay. laughs> but you have to do the payroll. Um, but yeah, I think you just do. You know, if you have an idea, I think I just was always like, this is what I want to do let's give it a, I was 26 when I started I was like I'm young
2: enough
0: mm.
1: I'm young enough that if it like if it does go tits up or like you can just you can do something else
0: because we've had quite a lot of people being like um how do I make my side hustle my main hustle and all this sort yeah. of stuff you're like great but they don't feel old enough to be able to run a business like they're yeah. like so it's the complete opposite whereas actually flipping it and being like actually way more hard when you're 40 and you have a family to look uh, after yeah. it. or not but you're still like <laughs> well if this gets ruined then hang on this was my thing whereas yeah. now yeah you you can have a thing per decade Yeah. You know, why not <laughs> no, no. You, know, you have seven things
1: but you also like I I always think like you know you look at I don't know you look at people like I look at my my parents and they've done so much shit in their lives mm. you know and I just know them as like my parents from the age of like you know when I remember, like age ten, age forty, let's say. Yeah. I know them from like age forty up, but I don't really know what they did for twenty years in between twenty and
0: mm, yeah. like they. Yeah.
1: You know, in that sense, I was just like, and you hear so many people, yeah, people who had like businesses that they sold or went under, or like, you know, and they kind of just move, you know, you kind of take it as a huge learning experience. Yeah. And that's obviously like, obviously, I want this to go really well, and it's you know, well, it is, and yeah. it's going really well, and you know, we're very. Excited about it, um, but like we've learned so much over the last two years. Every single day is different, I and mean, that huge job variation for me is like insane. And you work, I'm working with really fun people. Yeah. Who kind but of you be- picked as well? Like, like, who I've you've picked and, yeah, to
0: work with,
1: which is really cool. Rather and than like, when
0: you go into an office and you're like, oh, I do not want to sit with this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to sit with Nigel. Um, Nigel's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think having looked back on the last two years, I think the one bit of advice would definitely be, is like organization. I know that's so no, boring it's good. so like boring. Shit. But I kind of I kind of leave stuff to the last minute and just kind of be like, fuck it'll be alright. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. And has kind of been okay, but it would be way easier if you'd just been like, right, in two weeks I've got an event. Let's plan for the event now. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's just get everything organised now. And so in two weeks we're not scrambling around last minute. Yeah. I think that was, and I think you also, but like, that's just maybe me. Like, you have very organized people and you have probably less organized people. But I think <laughs> trying to be more organized and being kind of having a bit more of a rigid structure, mm-hmm. mm. which is hard when there's different stuff going on every, on every day because you can't have that rigid structure. But you could
0: like, aim for it, I guess. Yeah, I think you can
1: just try and be like, look, we'll try and spend 10 minutes a day just getting shit in order, figuring mm-hmm. out what you're going to do. Yeah, and I think putting everything in your diary. everything get a create an event I create an event many times a day great which is just very yeah otherwise you forget
0: of course I know (laughs) it's these very simple things that you kind of go yeah yeah well I know that and yeah but do you
1: but uh, the uh, the one bit of advice the main bit of advice is get great people who have a skill set that you don't have yeah there's no point in having like five of me because (laughs) you know then there's just be one thing we have a team of people all bringing completely different ideas to the table. But yeah, that was the r- really cool part. And like,
2: um, right at the beginning, what was the decision um, to go with with Izettle um, when you were learning how the biz- all the cash and the business and the selling side of things worked?
1: I'd used them in loads of cafes before. Mm-hmm. Um, they are so easy to use. You know, it's like a you just connect it to Bluetooth. It's a very sleek design. It yeah. looks cool on the counter. You can plug it in. You not don't plug it in. It's like a plug and play. But you just blue connect it to the iPad and you're, and you're ready to go. You can just take payments within about a minute. It yeah, it's the easiest so thing. Isn't it? It's so easy to do. And I think that was for me. It was just it was a kind of a no-brainer. And we are complete, We're a completely cashless cafe, so we don't take any cash. It means you do like it's so much quicker now with contactless. It's so much quicker with the for the customer it is m- much more hygienic if you're touching food and cash you don't have to do any of that oh yeah you don't have to cash up at the end of the day you don't have to worry about people stealing cash when you're not there our bank was across the road and they never had any coins anyway so yeah. <laughs> like you couldn't go and be like all right i need a float and they were like no. sorry we don't have any money i'm like we you're only have gold ingots. yeah we have only gold, gold ingots but I think, yeah, that was, and we, so we, tr- we went cashless, and Izettle have been great. They've been a huge support. You know, whenever anything goes wrong, you can just ring them up, mm. um, and they'll just kind of talk you through it, Or which is like a huge thing when you are cashless, and you're, something goes wrong, you can't take payments. Oh, God. Of course. So that's when, you know, we, you know, we now have like two internet lines to make sure that nothing goes wrong there. We have like two readers to make sure, card readers, nothing goes wrong there.
0: But it's good that you can just call them. Yeah, you just call
1: them. Yeah, their support's great. And they've just brought out this new thing where they will loan you money. And then rather than paying like a certain amount each month, you can... The quite cool thing is, so let's say you have a really good month, they'll take back more of the loan. And then if you have a really bad month, they'll take back less of the loan. So your cash flow isn't... So it's quite clever. It's like a quite clever... and Because they've seen how much money you make over the last year because they obviously take all your payments. Yes, And of then course. they go, right, we can give you this much money and you can pay us back over a certain...
0: It's all like relative to how much... Relative to, to how
1: much money you make. Um,
0: innovative. Innovative. Thank you so much, Ed. That was really helpful. No
1: worries. And really
0: fun. Um, you can check out overundercoffee.com. That is correct. Please correct me if I'm wrong.
1: overundercoffee.com? Um,
0: yes. And Instagram, overundercoffee. Twitter, overundercoffee. Lovely, pretty Instagram. That's very nice. Thank you. And uh, yeah, Deansgate, West Brompton, Earls Court. Um, and uh, do you have like a personal Twitter or anything?
1: Gossip Barry. Yeah, <laughs> baby. When was that? Yeah, sir? Was a long 18. time yeah, ago. Yeah. Like Gossip Girl, but with my son. So Gossip Barry. And <laughs> um, right. what does Gossip Barry do? Gossip Barry uh, is a nano influencer. Sure, um, sure. Public, public figure. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, the list goes on. Just <laughs> reporting. Let's put on this bit. Let's put this bit at the start. Got to start. Got it, Barry. And about then hard. Gossip, Barry. Over under coffee.
0: Lead with that.
1: Lead with it. Um, Gossip, and Barry. Also,
0: massive thanks to Izettle for um, making these this career week happen. Um, thank do you. Listen to their podcast. Oh yeah, and also thank thanks Med for just like sorting his business out. Um, <laughs> thank, um, listen to their podcast. Been there, done that. which she's got amazing advice for new uh, business owners and also their blog, the business owners blog, uh, which you can just. If you just Google all it just comes up, doesn't yeah. it? It's really easy to find. For loads of great tips on being your own boss, and uh, yeah, thanks again, Ed. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you, uh, thank you for listening, and thank we'll you see you tomorrow. Bye. 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 Blue Sam's Perfect Brands.